What's up? Welcome back. So support for Faded Truth is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below the waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for you and your man's jewels. For any woman out there who has come across a hairy bush, you're now in luck. Manscaped have just released their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Yep, it's happening, the 4.0. Make sure your man joins the two million men worldwide who already trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FADED at manscaped.com. Ladies, if you're looking to purchase a gift that he will actually use, Manscaped is the go-to, okay? Goodbye, Harry. Hello, clean. So it's sleek, well-designed, we got the optimized trimmer. It's the best on the market for a cleaner shave. It's waterproof and you can trim in the shower to spare the mess. So I don't know how you guys did it otherwise. I never really thought about it, but uh, it's pretty nasty if you just shaving your balls and leaving it on the floor. There's definitely a time when I tried to go down there and it was just like too much going on. And I'm like, do you want to do this? Or like, do you, do you want this to happen to you? I don't think you do because you ain't manscaped, okay? So keep it low. The Lawnmower 4.0 actually allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths. We got sizes one to four. So just like you get in a shape up, you get in a shape up on your balls. We got a new wireless charging system. The battery lasts longer. Okay, so the new sexy trimmer includes a multi-function on off switch. We can do a travel lock and we can also give your man the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. So if you guys can't see it when you're down there, we're gonna have a light, it's gonna be, you're gonna be good. So the fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Men, if you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, um, gross, you've been doing it wrong. So my few ladies that do support me, please buy this for your man. Make it right for both of y'all with the Lawnmower 4.0. You're gonna get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FADED at manscaped.com. This is the perfect gift for your man, for your friend, for anyone with hairy balls. If you know, if you know of them, get them the, the lawnmower. He will thank you, and men, your balls will thank you. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code FADED. Experience premium grooming with Manscaped. Can I use this? I'm Spanish, you know I got hairy arms. All right guys, what's up? Welcome back to Faded Truth. Before you do anything, like, share, and subscribe. And you know you're at the best place for the mixture between cannabis and creatives. And today I have Miss Sophia Maria on the show. How you feeling Hello. over there? I'm so good. Thank you for having me, Miss Angie. I appreciate it. So and um, yeah, I'm super excited to do this podcast. You were hosting the other event that I was at, and you were fabulous. And thank you. That was I'm my first time fan. hosting. Oh, you did so good. I was so nervous, and then that's why by the second half, you saw me drunk on stage with tacos. Like I just was like, okay, no one wants to give me a script. I'm just gonna fucking be out here eating. Hey, you're good. <laughs> 
That's what you got to do. If anything, have some tacos. <laughs> so I can call you Mexitali. How do you say it? Mexitaliana? Mexitaliana. Yeah. So Mexitaliana. it's basically saying Mexicana, Italiana, right. uh, Mexican, and Italian. So my mom was born in Mexico, but raised in Chicago. And my dad was born and raised in Boston. So he's 100% Italian. My mom's 100% Mexican. So you're born and raised in Vegas. Yes, I was born and raised here. So would you say that the talent that you um, kind of resonate most with is singing as far as your creative talent? Absolutely. I started when I was about five years old. I started professionally like getting paid um, to perform on stage at eight. And then it just kind of all, you know, went from there. It was signed to L.A. Reid with Arista Records at 13. Then I toured with PCG Concert Group, Alan Beck, and Art LeBeau shows. And then I was signed to Nasty Boy Records, which is MC Magic's label. It's been just ever since then, it's always been singing. There was a short period of time I taught ballroom dancing. Um, and I've done some acting, but nothing crazy. It was always just like, you know, plays, musicals, some commercials. And then, um, but I'm really excited recently because... So the director of this new video that me, AC the Promoter, and MC Magic did called Everything About You, his name is Irock Daniels. And he made this amazing, beautiful, independent film called The System in 2018. And he recently did a comedy. And I play in it. And I play like the crazy Latina. And, you know, my boyfriend <laughs> is like this hitman, And it's about this young guy trying to come up and make like a video go viral. And... I'm super excited to see it. And I was hella nervous to actually do like a full acting scene. Right. But it was so much fun. And the crazy thing was like, yo, like if I would have known acting was this fun, I probably would have done acting instead. But now I'm just too old. To <laughs> that, <so>. You're in <laughs> too deep. <laughs> too deep like. Nice. That's awesome. Because yeah, I love I'm when really you guys excited. can like branch off and do something else in your creative space. Um, because music, I know, takes up a lot of your time, you know, yes. so to be able to go get into something else. Was it hard to play the crazy Latina or is that normal? Oh, it was like, that's like pretty normal for me. So like I could just be myself. Right. It was, it was more so weird because it's like, you can't really look at the cameras, you know? And like, mm -hmm. I'd be like acting then I'd be like, and they'd be like, you can't look at the cameras. And all these things would be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I had it, you know. I had to and when's that set to drop? What's up? When is that coming out? So I'm not sure. Um, we actually just finished wrapping it almost like a month ago. So it could be anywhere from like months to like a year by the time they finish editing. But I'll definitely be posting it on my Instagram, Sophia Maria 702 for all the latest and stuff. So, all right. yeah. We'll bring you back when it airs. Okay, there we we'll go. talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> all right. So I want to go back to the beginning. So you started singing at age five. Yes. So who was your, like, who was your inspiration? How do you even, like, what, when your, what did your parents say? Like, what was the first thing you sang? What came out your mouth? Well, they, well, supposedly they said I was like humming as a baby. Like I would be <laughs> like, every time music was on, I would like be a beat supposedly. That's my parents though. I probably was terrible. But, um, <laughs> so I started, uh, I wanted, I was always singing around the house and my dad was like, do you want to get into voice lessons? And so he set me up with the vocal teacher. Her name was Helen Joy. And that was like around age five. And she would put me in pageants, competitions, church choirs, anywhere to sing and learn technique and perform on stage in front of people um, and get comfortable. And um, it kind of led from there to where, you know, one day I was performing at a competition and there was some guys in the audience that were producers out of LA and they 
um, wanted me to sing some songs for them. And the songs that I sang for them and recorded at that time, you know, got in the hands of L.A. Reid. And then it turned into me um, going down to New York at 13 to perform in front of him and then get like everything kind of. (laughs) I got to bring it back to like age eight when you're singing on the strip. Right. At yeah. age eight at Debbie Reynolds Hotel and Casino in yes. Las Vegas, which I didn't even know existed because yeah. I'm assuming it's not there anymore, right? Yeah. So it's no longer there. Um, I think that building, um, I think they they brought, brought that building down probably over 15 years ago, maybe. But um, yeah, it was like a small little casino and Debbie Reynolds, she's like an old school singer from back like in the 40s and 50s. And um, she had a show um, there. And so I'd perform like in this show called the Michael Rocket Show. And then I'd perform in her show. And it was kind of like a weekend thing that I would do. Eight years and- old on the strip, though. Are you yeah. hearing this? Like performing, like it's yeah. nothing. Like, yeah. she's like, I haven't already been doing this since I was born. So it's fine. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, so was- h- how did you even get in there, though? Did somebody find you or did your parents have connections because you grew up in Vegas? It was, it was really just one of those things where, again, I was performing at a competition and there was someone in the audience that was like, oh, you know what? We love your talent and you'd be great for this. And it just kind of everything Crazy how up. that works in like yeah. networking and just you never know who's watching you. Networking is so powerful. It's amazing. I, I had to learn how to love it because I'm like, I was always such a private person and like, I'm from Jersey, so I'm like straight Jersey. Like we don't fuck with a lot of people, you know. Yeah. So when we I go out to you. network, we're like, "You're fake, you're fake." You're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <I> so <laughs> in Vegas, you have to like still be out there, but like yeah. you know, I still keep my my sensors on. But oh yeah, I was even going out the other night. You know, I met so much talent. Yeah. In a few hours, just by being out and about. Yeah, it's it's true and it's crazy. Like me even being an entertainer and always like kind of being out there it's so weird how i'm such like an introvert like i'm almost like in a shell and i'm super shy at the same time it's the weirdest thing i can get on stage and not be shy but in real life i am and i'm very guarded and i'm the same as you girl like i'm very especially like being in the business for so long and being like a child and also being a woman like you meet so many fake people and just men and that just not cool and the whole thing so it's like i i feel you on that and it's hard yeah. for me because even i was always kind of under someone under management or signed with someone so even more so now me being fully independent i really have to like watch like who i'm around what i'm doing you know and not be so much of a yes girl yes yes to this and that and that and you know i just really uh before it was all about like when you're younger it's about how many people you have and how many acquaintances and friends and now it's really like i have like a handful of people that like i'm cool with like that and trust and like that's it right so i i feel you it's 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 different <laughs> i know but i picked it i'm like so you pick the social yeah, media right? industry <laughs> when you don't want to talk to anybody makes sense <laughs> Everyone's like, get it together, bitch. Like, just talk to people. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Give me drugs first. Right? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. All right. So you signed your first record deal at age 13. Yeah. And then you're touring with artists. What's PCG Concerts? So um, my manager at the time, he puts on these concerts called Pacific Concert Group. And they're mainly like old school meets new school concerts. So it'll be like um, old school acts. Uh, like Evelyn Champagne King, Zap, Denise Williams, um, 
GQ, and then they'll put like new school acts. And it's mainly a lot of acts that are from like the Chicano type market, like the MC Magics, Baby Bash, Amanda Perez, like those type of, you know, artists and shows. Wow. Okay. So yeah. You're touring with them all over. Is this the world or the country or where are you going? Um, so I started touring with them at a young age and it was always like, uh, uh in the country. Yeah. You're signed to Nasty Boy Records at 18. MC Magic is from MB Riders. Right. And so that's, was that somebody that kind of like took you under your, their wing early yeah. in the industry? Yes. So when I was doing the concert, uh, concert tour with PCG, um, I started doing that when I was like 14, 15. And on one of the shows at the time was NB Riders. That's when Magic was with the group. It was like three guys, Zigzag, Dose, and MC Magic. Um, and I was doing the show with them and MC Magic was like, hey, you know, I'm going to be starting this label. I'd like to take, put you under my wing and uh, help, help you out with your career. And that's what I kind of did. And then he started going solo and I just started working with him, like making music and touring with his shows and stuff like that. And I did that for many years um, until I was stopped being with the label, like in my early 20s, I would say like 24, 25. Um, but I, I'll still do shows with him on and off. We just did a song together and another friend of mine, AC the promoter. Um, but yeah. Long well, you, at 25, you're now singing in, on cruise lines. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there you're was just a time, traveling. I was, yeah. So, uh, so basically, there was a time where I wasn't touring, and I needed to make money. But the only thing I ever did was sing. You know, I, I didn't graduate high school. I got my GED. Um, so I needed to make money. So I was looking online, and I saw like auditions for to sing on a cruise line, and I was like, so I'll do this. So I went and. I got the audition and I, I basically went on the cruise line um, for a few months. I was on there and sang in the show and stuff. And wow. um, it was nice. It started in the Mediterranean. That was the only time I would be able to sing like out of the country, but not specifically in the country. It was like on the ocean. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, so it wasn't, you know, great. But um, but it was a good way. Like you're single, no kids. You know what I mean? I didn't have to spend any money. I was able to save all my money. We didn't have to pay taxes, you know overseas so it was dope. that's a cool experience it was yeah it was cool it is you have a kid and a dog in there i do <laughs> i saw her i saw her in the back rolling. <laughs> yes my daughter Gigi. you want to say hi real quick hey Gigi. hi say hi Andrew. how are you up and say hi hi <laughs> oh your eyes are so pretty say thank you thank you <laughs> Welcome. I know, no, I know. One second, okay. She's, <laughs> Aww. She's like, I want to be on the camera. That's Gigi. And then I have two boys, Trey and Tyson. Okay. And that so. was Twinkie. Twinkie's right here. She's my whippet in yellow lab. Hey, Twinks. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so as being a mom of three, you look phenomenal in the words of DJ Memphis. Phenomenal. Oh. Oh, you're so sweet. Thanks. So how, like, what, what are the tricks for getting back in shape after birth? Because I know women are probably going to watch this and be like, how do you have three kids? Oh my God. That's sweet. Well, first of all, thank you. <laughs> um, it's a lot of makeup and a lot of filters. No, <laughs> so honestly, even throughout all three of my pregnancies, I always, uh, tried to eat healthy. Um, drinking a lot of water. Um, my intake of carbs was like, a 
brown carbs, brown rice, brown bread, rye. Um, and then I was working out. I even had like a waist trainer that I would wear my waist trainer till about five, six months. And I would walk on the treadmill. Wow. Okay, um, so you're putting in work for it. I was, yeah. And then yep. as soon as, um, obviously like a few, probably like a good week after giving birth, um, I didn't, I didn't do anything, but probably like a couple weeks after giving birth, I started wearing my uh, waist trainer and I would sleep in it at night. I would sleep mm -hmm. in it. I would constantly walk and I just kept active. Okay. It was a struggle, but I, I was like adamant to like. Right. Because a lot of people out. don't realize like you have to do it while you're pregnant too to maintain yeah. after or else people yes. just gain crazy weight and then they can't, they can't bounce and back. It's harder. And especially, you know, as you get older, um, I was always like, I was lucky enough to where it, it took a lot for me to like, okay, so sorry. <laughs> it took a lot. <laughs> This interview is not what you expected. Hey, so it's sorry. all good. <laughs> hey, I'm like oh one God. of the only one of my friends that doesn't have kids. So I'm used to mom oh. life. Oh, you're good. That means you you have money in the bank and you're well rested. <laughs> it's like my, both my brother and my sister-in-law, they're like, we're never going to have kids. But they're like, they're all constantly on vacations. And I'm like, so mm -hmm. jealous. Yeah, my sister has five. So. Oh, my gosh. Watching them mom. at a young age was enough for me i was like, like no i'm good <laughs> i don't blame you i'm like fucking 10 years old changing diapers i'm like man oh my gosh <laughs> hi that's insane i don't know how that's when i see a mom with like more than three because i have the three and of course like my i have the two puppies i'm like how do you do it but i guess you just do i don't know <laughs> right how do you do it like yeah i don't know girl <laughs> your first hit song that was written with MC Magic was Forget About Her. This hit number one at over 40 stations in yeah. the US. In the US, mainly West Coast, Midwest area. How old are you at this point? So when I we did uh, Forget About Her, I was, we made it. I was around 19, 20, 21, that whole era. Okay, yeah. so you're you hear that your song is now number one in over 40 stations in America. How do you feel at 20 years old when this happens? Like it's crazy. It was, it was honestly such an amazing experience because I started as you know, singing at such a young age and I was always singing cover songs. Um, so I never knew what it was like to have no. someone. I'm so sorry. Hold You're on good. one second. <laughs> oh, let me say, come on, you guys, come on, come on. Sorry, Andy. Oh, you're good, babe. Okay, so, um, yeah, so I never knew what it was like to kind of have my own um, song that someone would sing along with or actually know the lyrics. So the craziest thing was I remember I had this one show um, in McAllen, Texas, and I remember Magic's manager, Big D at the time, was like, call me, and he's like, just be prepared. Like, everyone's going to know your song. It's been, like, number one there for, like, a month. And I was like, there's no way. Cause like, even though my song was out there like that, like I wasn't famous. Like people were like, oh, that's Sophia Maria. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't out there like that. And at that time, YouTube wasn't even as big as it is now. You know what right. I mean? There was no social media, like Instagram or there was MySpace, you know, but it was just like pictures you'd put up. It's not like people go on social media and get to like, 
get to know you as a person. Yeah, and, and experience the and shit. Experience your life and you and you know what I mean? So it was different, especially being independent. I wasn't on a major label to where like I had the promotion like a Rihanna would or something, you know, like you got a machine behind you. So um I remember going to McAllen, Texas. I was opening for Baby Bash and we're all in this limo. It's me, Bash, a couple other people. And I remember like we drive up to the um to the stage and it's outdoors and there's like there was this is like a good crowd and uh he gets out of the limo first and the crowd's like whoa going crazy screaming his name i get out of the limo like no one really said anything they didn't know who i was <laughs> so i was like okay you know <laughs> went straight to the back <laughs> so i was thinking like what well, i'm just gonna like sing and have fun like because i'm used to that you know but as soon as i went on stage and i started the song started playing people must have been like, oh, we know that song. And they started like singing along. And like, I just remember like, I, I couldn't even sing the song. I started crying. Cause like, I never knew what that feeling was like. So it was cool, even though like, they didn't know me, but they they recognized the song. And that was right. like, probably the best moment in my career. Just cause it was like that feeling like, dang, like I can- Right, you made it. Like, kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Because, you know, you don't realize like creatives and musicians put a lot of effort into their music. I just heard you at the comedy club the other night um, performing your newest song, which is uh, You Make Me Cry. Yes. Right. Okay. So is this what you're currently promoting right now? This I am. Okay. So I, I love this song because I've probably made about seven, eight albums in my career, a lot of different songs, and I've always co-wrote a lot of my music, if not um, just uh, saying someone else, uh, someone else's track. And, um, this is the first song that I wrote myself, produced everything. So it's definitely like my baby in a way. Right. And it's definitely like in your feels type track. And anyone who's ever followed me knows like a lot of my music, people always be like, oh, you're always like man bashing. But I think it's just like, I don't know if like Latinos are more emotional like that, you know, 100%. And I just kind of, yeah, I just kind of, base everything off of like experience that I've been through, if not like a family member or a friend or like shit that you hear. Right. So um, yeah, it's one of those tracks. Um, a young, a young guy, um, his name's KG Cold, um, amazing beat maker, made the beat. Um, I actually have a few other songs uh, that I'm going to be putting out in the future that he did the beat to as well. Um, I, re I recorded it over at uh, Junction Sound, uh, this uh, really great engineer, Dawson. Um, mixed my vocals for me and um, the video was cool because my friend Carlos Torres he did the video and the executive producer is Alan Beck so you guys definitely have to check out the video on my YouTube channel Sophia Maria 702 and um, we're actually going to be doing a remix to the song it's like a dance remix that this young amazing um, DJ his name is DJ Crave made this dance remix too and uh, DJ Kentot out of Reno um, he's with this company called Amplified, and we're actually going to be going down in a few weeks, a couple weeks, I should say, and making the video, the music video to this new dance remix to You Make Me Cry. So I'm super excited about the oh, future of Oh, that's cool. It. You're already putting a twist on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, it's well, cool. like, I never would have thought of it, but DJ Crave, this kid, like, did it and showed me, and I was like, yo, like, we've got to put this out because it's so cool. Yeah. I know you said that a lot of men said that you might man hate or man bash. So with your husband, does anyone ever like think like that you don't have a good relationship because you're singing these songs about love and crying? 
Oh my God. So when I first started promoting, you make me cry. Every like radio station, podcast, anything, people are like, yo, like Chad, what did you do? Like, really <laughs> fucked up. And you'd be like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> so honestly, like I have to say, like me and my husband, um, we've been together almost like 10 years. We have three kids. Do we have the perfect marriage? Absolutely not. Like he gets on my last nerve. I probably get on his nerves, but I love the shit out of him. That's like my That's love. So, yeah, like he's annoying as hell, but I fucking love him. You know what I mean? So it's like, and I know. I just so, can imagine your friends texting you, like, what did, what did he do now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's always, but I mean, he wasn't, you know, cheating on me. At least I don't know. I don't know about but, So hopefully not. But, but it was definitely experiences that I've been through before. And it's definitely okay. experiences off of like family members and stories and stuff like that. But I'm like, you know, this is sadly, it's very relatable. Right. Okay. Yeah. So is there anything that you want to, that you can sing for us right now? Like anything you're feeling, it can be new, old, whatever. Yeah, I can sing a few things. Um, okay. I'll sing a little bit of the only one from me and magic. This is the, this is the oldie. You're the only one. You make my life complete. If I was ever to lose you, I'd be losing everything. Oh, yeah. And, hey, thank you. <laughs> That's cool. We did that like 10 years ago. And then um, another one I can do a little bit. My song called Wish You Well. Um, this song was produced and written by my friend Carlos Guillen. Um, he's out of Santa Barbara. Me and him did music together since I was just a kid. And we're also going to be working together this weekend in Santa Barbara making some more music. Um, it goes... Um, I wish you well, I hope you find what you're looking for, release what you did and find me. I wish you well, I hope you know I'm only bruised, I'm not broken, I can still spread my wings and fly away. Even though it's hurting me, I'm still in love, but I must let you go, cause there was nothing I can do to bring back this love again. Um, I can do yes. that. Okay. You're not even out of breath? Are you out of breath? <laughs> do you want me to stop? <laughs> I'm just I'm waiting for you to like, feel like, you're just like, yeah, so the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, Mariah Carey. You're like, bitch, stop. <laughs> all right, Mariah Carey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no, I wish. <laughs> I love it. No, your voice sounds great. Do you do, do you have to take voice lessons to like, keep up with your sound? Because it I changes know, I throughout. I need to, but... <laughs> Well, I mean, like no, your sound I, had to change since you've been you've been singing since five. And right. how old are you now? I'm I'm 35. Okay, so 30 years later, like, can you imagine <laughs> how your voice changed? Jeez, that's crazy. Throughout that span of decades, Girl. like you know, and you get more Botox ASAP. That's <laughs> 30 years later. <laughs> 30 years later sorry i'll, I'll yeah. edit that out <laughs> I'm like, next next podcast 10 years and i'll be <laughs> well, i'm still putting out a single <laughs> okay so who's the favorite a favorite person that you think you work with in the music industry so far to date to date definitely mc magic okay. um he i i have to give my kudos to him i wouldn't have um the career that I, I have if it wasn't for him so um and he's uh, i watched him grow as an artist i watched him even like before he was as big as he is now 
you know, hustling um, from station to station and trying to get his music out there and show to show. And he really showed me um, what it what it's like to hustle and to uh, be determined and to never give up. And, um, you know, he represents for the Latino community. He represents for Mexicans. He and I feel like he's an artist that's been in the business for so long and he doesn't um, he doesn't have like the respects and credit that he should have, if that makes any sense. Like I always watch yeah. like the Grammys and Latin Grammys and I'm like, he should be up there. You know what I mean? Well, so that's, I, yeah, it's fucked up part of the world. It's like a lot of people that are the most talented yeah. you're never even gonna see because no. it's not about talent. Everyone tells me in the, in this industry, it's like 10% talent and 90% business, so. Yeah, it is, it's crazy. There's like a, alone in Vegas, when there was a time I was singing with uh, a band in the lounges and stuff, and you meet so many other local artists, and there's so many amazing artists and musicians and pianists that perform that would blow me away, blow anyone away that should be out there that you're probably never going to see, you know? So mm -hmm. it's it's definitely all business, especially as a woman, too. Like, you know, a lot of women, like, do certain things to get to the top or whatever, and it's like, it's it's cutthroat, you know, so... And you got to figure out, like, what do these men or whoever, what do they want with you, you know? Yeah. When you're an independent female, it's like people yeah. really feel like they can approach you certain ways. Girl. Because, like, they feel like like you accept it. Like, it's weird. They, like, kind of predispose like, you. Yeah. And like, and, like, and, and, like, you need them and you need to accept and it. And then when I cuss them out, they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You know? And I'm like, what did like, you expect? Girl. Like. How do you think I yep. got this far? Like, I don't put up with shit. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I like you. That's facts. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So how do you balance, how are you balancing um, your personal life, marriage, keeping that together with the kids, just like yeah. keeping everything going, being a mom, being like staying in shape, singing, traveling. Like, how are you balancing this mentally? Um, honestly, it's definitely a challenge, but I've kind of learned to, um, What's helped me is like becoming more organized, if that makes sense. Um, I try to like make schedules like, okay, like this day, you know, is this, this, this for the kids and then I can fit this in or I can do this trip here and I can bring the kids with me or it's, I'm only gone for like a day and a half so my mom can watch the kids or- So a lot of like you know, planning? It's like planning. Right. Honestly. And like really, like I said in the beginning, like not being such a yes girl, like before I would just say yes to anything. And now it's like, if it's worth my time and I feel like I, the person, like the other person has like a good vibe and stuff, then I make time for it. And then if it can benefit, you know, anything. If it can right. You right choose where to put your energy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think but that's yeah. definitely a good way to look at it. Because once yeah. you're like, when you plan shit, now you know what's in there. Yep. And you just execute because, you know, you're used to being busy, but it's like you can't come off the top and just like get no. me off guard. Like, I'm like, no, no, no. We I got you in for two weeks from now. Like, <laughs> you're yeah. on calendar. <laughs> Girl, no. And you know, it's crazy. It's like even the same thing, like just like being on the phone. Like there's times like I have to like watch myself because it's like sometimes I can get run down to where, you know, it's like trying to keep up like a house, like, you know, a full time you know, you're being like a full-time cook, a full-time nanny, a teacher, a this, a that, the wife, you got it with your husband. And then it's like the music and all this stuff or like working a promo gig to make some money on the side. So it's like, I have to get myself to where like, I have, you know, a sleeping schedule that's right. So I don't wear myself down. <sighs> I am so sorry. Hold on one second. Yeah. Last time, I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
So if you can work with anybody, anyone, one person right now, who are you picking that you have not worked with yet? Well, if I'm going to throw myself out there for the universe, it'd be Bruno Mars. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm yeah. shooting some, I'm shooting some car galaxies here, but I, <laughs> hey, you never know. So I'm going to throw that out there. So. Put it in the universe, um, Bruno. I, I love him. I think he's the male Beyonce. He can sing, sing. He can dance, dance. He can act. I love his whole vibe, like his, his writing. I love that he He's got one of them like geeky sexy vibes, I feel like. He, you know what I mean? It's kind of like Mark Anthony and him have that same swag. Like it's, yeah. you know, you you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't like look, but like the whole vibe is like, <laughs> oh, snap. You know what I mean? Right. What's something that scares you about being a parent? Oh, something so bad happening to your child. Unfortunately, I'm like the biggest worry wart. Oh, I'm not go. I'm like, it's awful. I hate, I but hate don't they say once you have the first kid, it's like, it gets easier to not worry. Like you're like, yeah, no. whatever, take them. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I would say like with, um, like little things, like with the first child, it was like, I was so afraid to feed it a certain thing or like, if, you know, um, like you're worried about like everyone wash your hands, wash your hands. It's good to, you know, do all that, but it gets easier to just like, okay, you're fine. Or, you know what I mean? You're like, build some immunity, kid. Yeah. Like, if you have turkey meat, you're not going to die. They're like, doing so bad for them. Like, you can have some meat, you know, cheat. You know, like, I don't know in that way, but honestly, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm always like that person that thinks like the worst. And I'm always like, oh my God, what if this happened? You know, so there's times even like I've stood up at night and I cannot sleep. And my husband's like, you just go to smoke, but I don't, he's like the big smoker. I don't smoke. And he's like, trust me, you would be a lot better if I did. And I probably would. I probably more. You like, should just take like a, you could take like a CBD gummy. You don't even have to get high. Everyone tells me that. Yeah. Like, yeah. My mom takes them to fall asleep every night. And she, that's and what she, I hear. She doesn't want to get high. Home. So she just gets CBD and she smokes a pen. Yeah. Or she'll eat a gummy. And yeah. she, that's what I hear. Supposedly you have great sleep i don't know but yeah i'm always i'm always worrying do you, i mean do you worry like that like with like your puppies or like or probably i was just not a big i've never been like an anxious person or like okay. a warrior and like okay. um i don't know i've always just kind of been like yeah what is what it is i don't know so that's yeah. that's what that's got me good. for life yeah Damn, i wish i would like that because <laughs> i have some friends that have really bad anxiety and i'm like yeah Damn, bitch like you just need to smoke and you'll be fine you know but <laughs> they can't smoke because they're so anxious they're like it makes it worse yes you know oh my so. god i get the few times i smoked with my husband girl i thought like i was hearing noises <laughs> out of bushes i was it was so bad <laughs> And I don't, yeah, and he's he's giving me like different kinds, I guess, and strands. And every time it was just like, it was it just made it worse. It's the craziest. Right. So thing. no cannabis for you. No, I just okay. can't. Do you have your merch on you, like a sample that you could show us? Oh, I should have had that. Let me grab it. Okay. I have it. So this mm -hmm. is gonna be. <laughs> and besitos. This is the funniest thing. So like, I've been saying this since MySpace. I would like, even <laughs> my MySpace back in the day, I had blessings and besitos. So my friend AC, the promoter was like, yo, and you know, he's, they call him the promoter because he's been promoting for everyone for like years, right? So he's like, you gotta come out with a t-shirt line. Cause we, a lot of these shows that we do, you set up a booth and try to make some side money. And he's like, do blessings and besitos. So we're actually in the process of making these. Blessings and besitos. Blessings and besitos. 
So I want to give a shout out, of course, to my husband, Chad, my kids, Trey, Tyson, Gigi, they'll be watching this, my mom, my dad. Um, and then um, also a shout out to my boy, AC, the promoter. Um, you guys go on YouTube. The latest video and music uh, we just did was me, him, MC Magic. It's called Everything About You. Um, I'm sure Angie will put up the link to that. We also did another song called Take Your Picture with me and RDL, AC the Promoter, and another video that's out with me, AC the Promoter, um, and Emilio Herrera is called Hey Girl. So make sure to check that out and check him out. Um, a shout out to Carlos Guillen. We're going to be working again and making more music this weekend. I'm super excited about that. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And thank you, Angie, for having me. And thank you for putting up with everything. I swear <laughs> it's never this bad. You're literally fine. Like but, I have no, I'm in, I'm in no rush. I'm chilling. Okay. <laughs> so bad. Like my daughter is literally taking a shit this whole time. I'm like, girl, like, <laughs> leave, go somewhere. The dogs are fighting in the background. Right. Oh God. I'm so sorry. What's up guys? This is your girl, Sophia Maria. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Faded Truth. Check it out, my girl Angie does some amazing interviews and check out our interview. Blessings and besitos. Hey, Sofia Maria 702. If you could give your best life advice to anybody that's going in, in your craft, what would you say to them? I would say the advice I could give right now, because social media is so big, I would tell, um, I would say if, if it's music is what you want to do, um, use social media to your best advantage, make music videos, make songs, uh, sing covers, post yourself all over, you know, your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter. Um, anytime there's an opening for a performance, an audition, um, a competition, a church choir, do everything you can um, to get on stage and perform in front of people, have people hear you. Um, networking, like we were just talking about, is a huge thing. Um, also, you know, save up that little money to like, you know, buy a beat, go to a studio, try to put, you know, something down, get some headshots to put like a little promo package together of yourself um, that you can promote um, to get yourself out there. And then I would say for the females, you know, because I'm all about the women, <coughs> Um, that are, you know, up and coming, I would say, um, don't go online and feel intimidated by anyone um, and feel like you have to be like what this person's doing or put pressure on yourself for so many views or so many likes. Um, just be your genuine self. Um, you're not in competition with anyone else but yourself. Be real. Know that most of social media it's fake. You know, a lot of it, not everyone's having the best day of their life, jumping out of airplanes and riding limos. You know, um, a lot of things are photoshopped. Women's bodies are photoshopped and facetuned and filters. Um, you are perfect as you are. Be you, be real, and um, just continue to go about your career um, surrounding yourself with good people who genuinely believe in you and your talent and just be good to everyone, I guess. Good vibes at all times. Good energy at all times. That's what we're about. Oh, exactly. good energy. I love that. I love yeah, that. My little. There you go. I got my eucalyptus going. I love it. And I, I, I save this orchid. Um, usually right. they die within like a couple weeks, and this right. one's been living like a month. So you're kidding. Oh, we're doing good. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. Yo, I'm like, I'm so into 
oh, like, this is really weird about me, but I'm, like, really into, like, the spiritual world, and I'm really into, like, um, the universe and vibes, oh, and no, I am really, like, I, people always, like, I swear, like, I'm really not good, weird. like, a unicorn, like, I believe in unicorns, aliens, all that stuff, like, I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm so in touch. <laughs> so I really believe that, like, if you're just, you know, a genuinely good person, and you want good for other people as well, like, good things will happen. It may not be the things that you're always hoping for, but it's what's right for you and meant for you in this in this realm, in this reality that we're living in. Yep. I think. It's all connected. It's all connected. Yeah. All right, Sophia Maria. Yeah. Oh, I got a little tune there. Yeah, it sounded good. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Did you have a good time? I had the best time, girl. You're dope. Thank you I for like like doing your chaos. Energy. Yes. Because no, it, it doesn't it. bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you being here. Uh, until next time, guys. Peace.